Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Tropical Climbs of the Tiki Lounge. My name's Chris. And I'm Christy. This is also sort of the washing up, but in the BB, that as it may. It's, it's the washing up on holidays we in are. Samoa. And, and the tropical climbs of Samoa. And we're, we're hanging out in an island. We might um, be a little delusional. It may be our front room. Could be our front room either way. And we're going to go through whatever the hell that was tonight and last night. And to do so, we need someone who probably understands TV, you know, in a broader context. Steve Mock from Decider TV, how are you going? Nobody washes up on holidays. That's no, what holidays are for. We don't wash up at the best of times. So <laughs> In this household. <laughs> washing up is a podcast. Yes. So <laughs> You burn the plates and then empty the ashes in the bin and burn the bin. Or just, or literally just buy you know, stacks and stacks of disposable plastic and then just okay. every night. <laughs> Fuck the environment. Just out the window. For us. Out the window. What about this environment crap? Anyway, so I don't really know where to start with some of the moves that have happened in the last 48 hours, um, it's sort of symptomatic to me of the whole series. Yeah. What the hell was that that I just watched? Um, can you explain to me, before we get into tonight's shenanigans, can you explain to me why Tara decided at this point in time to jump off that alliance and into a different one? Oh, no. I don't think even Tara can explain that one. Look, it, honestly, there are delusional Survivor players and then there is Tara. <laughs> and this poor woman, I think, oh, it's, I think it comes from spending too much time with horses. She yeah, misses horses. And goats. Horses <laughs> understand what, her. We still don't know what barrel racing is. Well, yeah, what? that's where you have a pole and you've got to get on your horse and you ride it really fast and you turn around a barrel and pick up a pole and run to the next one, put the pole in the barrel, and go, and then the barrels get up and you race. I'm still convinced that it's actually log rolling. It and could be. On or, a horse. Or I used to have, on Commodore 64, I used to... Don't go with me on this. Okay, I used to have world games on Commodore 64. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Big fan. Just, and, there was, back and, and there was a barrel race where you got into a barrel and bobbed around. I was sure that was part of it too. Log rolling was in that as well. Could you imagine Tara on a horse in a barrel going over Niagara Falls? That's probably the best metaphor for her game so far. I'm doing that now, to be honest with you. It's, it's making it so much better. Um, what I didn't get was, I know that Lockie's a bit of a douche, but in the situation that we found ourselves... Like Jericho's a bit of an idiot. Yeah, well, that too. Well, let's, let's, let's come back to... And, and, and Pete's a bit of a... Well, I don't know if you know what Pete is. He's never there. But, but tonight we found out Lockie's an adventure guy. But, but what, I, what I really think happened last night with Lockie was he actually had the right idea where he said to Tara, look, if the three of us lock and the three of us lock and we go to Stones, mm. yeah, you three go to Stones, but Tara, the odds are in your favour. Yeah. Right? The odds are in your favour. And if we take one of them out, we control the rest of this. And the two of us, ignoring the Ziggy thing, the two of them could have just then picked everybody off as they went. Not I mean, a problem. Or what they would have done was they would have picked off Michelle last night, obviously. I tried to. Then it would have went to Stones. Hopefully you would have taken Jericho out. The next night you take Michelle out. The next night you take Ziggy out, leaving yourselves with Pete. It's become increasingly clear that Tara can only count as well as her horse. That's... Um, uh, yes, so, stamping. She's stamping. Yeah, out. which is why she didn't understand how the stones thing would. Oh, it's just, like it's just court. proven to be. <laughs> it's like donkey courtroom. Oh, just difficult and oh, man, that that is a TV show I would watch. I would love it. <laughs> I, I think the, Ed, Ca- Ed Cavalier presents Donkey Courtroom. Yes. Um, I, I just 
I had a, oh God, sorry. I've been sick. So my brain's a little like slow and I had this awesome thought and it's like floated up. And but, you are still smarter than Michelle. Than Tara. I think I'm Tara and Jericho and Ziggy. Now let's get into Ziggy because I blasted her last Metaphorically, week. of course. Yeah, well, that, metaphorically, definitely. I, 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 I don't like charges anyway. Yeah, no. Anyway, so Ziggy, last week I had a go at her on the podcast about the dumbest thing I have ever seen in the history of Survivor. And I've said that a lot this year. But the dumbest thing I have now seen in the history of Survivor was Ziggy bringing her own name up and then put, using her idol to protect herself from herself. And then last <laughs> night... Vote for me. Yeah, and then last night... It came to fruition because, you know, it would have been really handy last night. An idol. I've, I've never seen anyone who's had such an advantage in a game throw it away for no... And if you watched her jury villa, and I recommend people, mm. watch the jury villa, even over Survivor, to be honest with you. Just watch the jury villa. It's a better show. But... Her discussion with Tess? No, her, not Tess. Her, well, her, Anna, discussion with, yeah, her discussion with Annalise, where Annalise said, why did you use the super idol to get me out? And her response was, I kind of just felt that I had to use it. Like, what? Like it was going to expire or something. Well, she's like, I didn't want to have it and then never use it. And that's dumb gameplay. You don't use it because, you know, you feel like you have to. You use it when the opportunity arises. Well, what about Michelle, right? Who now has, you know, this, her other magical, you know, idol thing that she has mm. that was half mentioned in tonight's episode. And will never be mentioned again. Oh, no one will ever remember it. No, no. It's so that's gone. what I mean. Like, it wasn't even sort of brought up. There was no, um, uh, unless she stupidly <laughs> goes, oh, hey, everyone. Um, so I have this idol that I now can't use, but I wanted to show you that I had this idol. Actually, <laughs> oh. hey, Look, if anyone's going to do it. It's gonna be well, the only other time that she would do it is when she's sitting in the final three facing the jury and goes, Oh, hey, everyone. So I had this and I didn't use it. So that shows that I'm really good at the game. How about you vote for me to win? No, you trout. Michelle Michelle has been that person for me. Michelle has been that person in your your group of friends who you just let them do whatever they want because they're so annoying. Mm. And, like, her arguments don't make sense, but everyone in the tribal just goes, fine. She's the woman who rocks up at the supermarket to, like, use her voucher that went off like six to eight months ago. <laughs> but it's still money. It was still paid to you. I can still use it. She's going to argue with Lapalia <laughs> to use this fucking idol and he's going to give in because that's what annoying shits like her do. They know how to wear you down. I may have given away a couple of chuck tops because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not popular, but can we talk about Jonathan for a second? Oh, we can definitely talk about Jonathan. Because I think that, you know, as probed clones go, he's done okay. I've he's got a lot of time for missing time. some key notes when it comes to, you know, how he counts out votes and things that he says at, at challenges. And it's like, it's survivor lightest, but it's still, like, it's almost there. I'll defend Lapalia this season. He was brilliant last season. He was for me. He was the MVP of last series. No, well, yes, he was better than all the players. Exactly, but, <laughs> but that's not much. Again, that's hey. a sliding scale we're judging on. Only yeah. maybe just in front of Chester. But, but Chester <laughs> was great. I am still angry, and I have to get this off my chest. And now you've given me the opportunity to do it. I will Excellent. do it. Um, I'm still angry over that final challenge last year. Yes, and how the, the silly woman Lee. won. Lee. 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 
<laughs> just let me catch it. Just let me have it so I can just win this one. And then she uses it as leverage at the final tribal. Like, oh, look at me. I played you all for fools. Because I no, manipulated all of you. I'm not crazy. I'm not evil. Off. She was voted most likely to stalk her ex-boyfriend in high school. <laughs> Just outrageous. And everyone's going, oh, it was so emotional. It was, no, it was horrible. It like was horrible, chat- but the problem was that I really didn't want Lee to win it either because I thought that Lee was horrendous as well. Yeah, but at least Lee had runs on the board out of the final three to be able to say... Well, Look, literally runs on the board, but... Thanks um, very much. Literally um, runs on the board. You know, you could vote for him and go, well, in good conscience, I can give you my vote. Uh, you're the one that has made the decision who comes to the final with you. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. And I think they proved, didn't they, in, in the, um, the after show that had he chosen the other player, he would have won. Oh, yeah. He would have, he would have won quite easily had he, had he gone through with, yeah, had he not taken her through to the end and so, given, her the, given her the win. He would have won the game. People that I mostly used to respect went, oh, no, it was such a great challenge and so emotional. No, it was horrible. It matter, it's emotional. Like, who cares that she's standing there for however You've been standing long? on a post for nine and a half hours. Big freaking deal. And, and well, Christy was like that actress from um, Welcome to the Dollhouse. Have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> no. It's worse and worse and worse for the lead, like, the lead actress. And it was like that for her. She's just awkwardly just gets worse, like. You think she's here? Michelle is playing. Low. Michelle is pl- trying to play a Christie game this year. She's modelled herself on Christie, oh. um, but she's more annoying. But with an Ariel bra. She's, yes, with an Ariel bra. Disney Christie. She I'm is. glad that it's not just me that is distracted by her non-existent breasts, held up by whatever that green thing is. What kind of you went to the shops and went? Yeah, it's very Survivor. I think I'm going to take yeah, the way Ariel Survivor. I think it'll go quite well for me. Green, green well. <laughs> does not age well with dirt. It doesn't no. age well with multiple sun uses. And it has been getting dirtier and dirtier as the game goes on. And it's fading into this horrible brown. It's um, very clearly the only brassiere she has with her. I think it's the only item of clothing she actually has left. But But I think that... Michelle and and her gameplay, and I use the word gameplay quite incorrectly at this point in time. Mm. Um, Michelle and her gameplay has her plan has been. Hey, she got a car, man. Yeah, I know she got. I know again. Not only did she win bloody immunity, but she got a car out of it. And of all the people, that was lucky about that. That was the only really enjoyable thing about tonight. That he was just so upset that he missed out on the Holden car. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, dude, dude, immunity. I'm surprised she didn't go, look, can I swap it for a barina? Because I cannot park this shit in the Eastern No suburbs. way in Bondi am I parking this. <laughs> yeah. There is no, There is no way. Again, she, she would be the sort of nanny that would like the kids to be burning the house down and she'd be like, I, I don't know, I'm not paid to look after your children. Yeah, uh, she's driving that out of the, the, the dealership when she gets home, around <laughs> the block and back in and they're giving her two barinas. <laughs> Look, there's a problem with the car. I demand a refund. I paid full price for this. And they'll give her the money. Yeah, because I had a voucher that expired. Whatever. <laughs> it was a voucher six months ago. It expired. But I think... I've that, got this idol. It entitles me to it. But I think the, the dumb part about... I said last night showed the dumb part about it. And there's, again, many things. Was... The dumb part about it. Ziggy, you know, Ziggy, I think, actually got herself taken out when she turned around. I... When she turned around to Tara and they went, but what happens if we go to Rocks while they're all sitting at Tribal? Yeah. And Ziggy just very flippantly goes, well, great, let's go to Rocks then. That's fine. That means I'm safe. Yeah, sure. How, how are you magic? Hmm? Is she magic? 
must be. Well, obviously yeah. not. Well, unless the, her aim was to get out. I'm assuming so. But everyone's... The main cause of elimination this year has been talking yourself out. <laughs> it's yeah. It's verbal diarrhea. I thought people just don't want it on the island. <laughs> I thought Pete had done that to himself tonight. To be honest, I thought when Pete opened his mouth, I'm like, and Pete's about to talk himself out of an unlosable situation. No, no, I called it tonight. I called it because Tyra is the person who posted the fake meme. Right? She's gone. <laughs> Let's put this up, and Michelle's just launched on it and gone. Oh my fucking god! I can't believe it. Snakes actually have legs. <laughs> and then Tyra's gone. Hold on. I better go check Snopes. And she goes to Lockie and Lockie's like, you know, being a, like showing his like true colours when Michelle wins the um, immunity. And she's mm. like, no, he definitely doesn't have an idol. I'm so voting for him. And she couldn't convince Michelle otherwise because she's like, no, this is fucking right. <laughs> I'm no, gonna, no. I'm Think of give, the children. I'm going to give Tara a moment of credit. Don't, don't yell at me because I feel dirty about it. That is the most perceptive she's been all series. When Lockie was crestfallen and he didn't win immunity first and then mentioned the car. Mm. and Tara's gone, he was really upset that he didn't win immunity. He hasn't got an idol. Do you think she became upset when she stopped getting a backboner of a morning? <laughs> she kind of took it as a personal insult that he didn't like her did, anymore. Did Lee start something last year with this spooning epidemic? Look, honestly, um, I honestly, I, look, let's be fair. I actually thought that what Peter brought up and the way he brought it up at Tribal tonight was, A, the most we've seen Peter in about 20 episodes. I don't believe um, he exists. <laughs> it, it, maybe. Maybe it's just a whole Sixth Sense episode and <laughs> Peter is a figment of Tara's imagination. No, no, no. Peter's the survivor they lost last year they don't talk about. <laughs> no, they he watched up had... in a cyclone that they nearly got evacuated for that yeah. we've seen <laughs> no evidence of look, the entire series. Look Des, the... look, Des last year wasn't actually supposed to be there. He was driving the truck. And what happened was they lost one and they had to get Des in just one episode, just one. Pretend, pretend you're going to build a shelter, but don't do it. Mm. Do that. Just do that. And so, yeah, this is the ghost of the guy who died last year who's just haunting the island. Well, he's having a better game than most others. <laughs> but, no, you, you look, you're right. Pete, what he brought up and the way he brought it up was fine. It's like. Just- it was the best moment. It was like, basically, to paraphrase Pete, if I may, show us your idol, bitch. And <laughs> nothing. And it was like, oh, but, you know, if I, why would I show you? It's better to do this. And Pete went, no, there's a way better way to play this. That, that, that. Hey, Tara, have you seen his idol? Oh, I've seen a piece of paper. But the, the, problem, the problem was, though, that that nearly worked against him. Because mm. that nearly worked against him because that was what Lockie was aiming for. Lockie wanted Tara to say, I've seen the congratulations bit of paper. Because that his Lockie's whole thing tonight, and look, Lockie had absolutely no right to even get two votes. Mm-hmm. So to get two votes away. So like him, his vote alone should have been the only one that was not Lockie. Um so the fact that he was able to get one vote for him swung away is a minor miracle in itself. His only hope that he had tonight was to try to get Tara to plant this seed accidentally of saying, I've seen the bit of paper and everyone being dumb enough to fall for it. Lockie's got enough proven examples of people doing it to go, well, they might fall for it. But the thing is Jericho can smell bullshit from a mile away because he plants enough of it himself. <laughs> you know, when- he is the worst. Everything that Jericho does is accidental. Everything. There is not a thing that he has done oh, no, this he entire game 
that he has intended to do except get on the plane to get to Samoa. I don't even know if he meant to get on the plane to get to Samoa. I'm sure he got lost. <laughs> but he, look, we're talking about goats and all this stuff about goats tonight. And What's again, with the goats? Okay, so... Apparently you've got to drag a goat. So apparently you're dragging goats. Um, I've never heard then, that phrase. Then Tara wades into it and I'm like, is Tara about to defend Pete? And the answer was no. Tara was about to defend goats. <laughs> and... So Tara then launches into this impassioned defence about the fact that goats have a bit of nous to them and, and goats are a bit clever. And I used to raise goats when I was in Roma. And, and what you're looking for is sheep and not, not goats. And, I, again, my first thought was there's her Mamma Mia column. Um, yeah, she's never going to get sponsored by Big Wool, is she? No, big, the big, big Wool's not coming after her. It is a slippery slope. This is what happens when you allow same-sex marriage. Next, <laughs> it will be allowing people to marry their goats yeah. and or their sheep. And, and then if you get the two confused, so help you. I mean, oh. it's just... It's, One you have to drag down the aisle. Another will gladly meet you there. No, sheep go to heaven. Goats go to hell. Hey, 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 hey. It's the same love. So anyway, <laughs> um, it's... I just... I, I was more worried about the fact that Tara felt the need to take the time out to defend goats. That was in the I middle got of... lost. Like, honestly, when they started talking about goats, I went... Are they talking about goat in like the acronym sense, like greatest of all time? No, they were talking about Pete. And I know, but then when they started to do that and they mentioned Lockie and Pete, are like, Pete a goat? Right? When, no, he is not the greatest of any time. I felt sorry for Pete a little bit because Pete turned around and tried to play this thing about, you know, you've played this deceptive game talking behind my back and calling me a goat. And Lockie just turned around and went, no, no, I'll say it to your face. You're a goat. And everyone else on the island went, yeah, you're a goat. We're all just dragging you to the end, dude. Do we all think they mean donkey? You know. Yeah, like, I think we... they mean. I think. I Red think they pumps? actually. Again, I don't want to give Tara credit, but I think she means sheep. But uh, I think she was right. But this idea of—I've never seen anyone dragging goats. Um, I've never seen. I've seen people drag sheep to get sheared. I mean, that's—that's that's the grand total of it. But, like but the Easter show. But the more important point is that everyone in tribal turned around to Pete and basically said, no, no, Pete, you're useless. We're all just bringing you to the end because you're useless. That's why you're here. And Pete's going, no, no, my game's been subtle. And I'm like, it's so subtle you haven't played one. I'm like, just disappointed that you're giving Tara any credit. It hurts. I'm feeling sick. I'm feeling somewhat disappointed in myself. I'm going to the room of mirrors to have a good long hard look at myself. <laughs> it's the second um, time tonight as well, you must admit. Yeah, but what I couldn't believe, that Lockie tried to get everyone to go, like, <laughs> like dudes, like, you want to take the best to the end. You want to, you know, you don't want to get there and, and show that you've just dragged, you know, someone that's easy pickings. You want to show them that you've taken the best and they'll respect you for it. Like, the best are all on the jury. Yeah, and the thing is, so that's why you wanted to get rid of Ziggy. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I disagree. I don't think that the best are all on the jury. I think that a, a number of the best, quite possible players, got voted out before the jury even. Yeah, made but that's it. what I mean. It's, I mean, it's like the jury or before. Yeah, Joan. It was Joan all Joan was before her time. Look, Joan. Joan was ahead of the curve. Yes. Joan's good at puzzles. Did you know? Right up until the point where she had to do a puzzle in the first episode. <laughs> and and it, was, yeah, it was all downhill at that point. And it was all downhill from the, again. It was like Des last year about shelters. You know. <laughs> Building a shelter. We need to talk about the makeup of the jury because at this point, this yep. is where the fate is really seriously starting to land. It doesn't <laughs> matter which of the, the final four now ends up on the jury. Oh, the jury's set. Um, People who are actually going to have an impact on that jury 
are already there. The the questions that I think we're all looking forward to, I think Henry will have the best question. Mm. I think that Luke will ask a question that will be surrealist, but at the same time, will be so thoroughly confusing that I think someone will just walk into a trap. Um, and or it will be so perfect that everyone will lose their mind. It wouldn't shock me. Just how insane good the question is. It wouldn't shock me. But what will happen is he won't walk in with the rest of the jury. He'll set up his own little spy nest. <laughs> then he'll just pop up out of the box. He's crouching. Like he's crouching. The other and side he'll have been painted up. into the background. And he'll no, 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 no. turn his head. No, it's going to be better. He's going to be in a Lapalia suit and you won't know which is which. He's going to spring, like pull the zip up like, um, like in Monty Python and the Meaning of Life at the middle of the film where Luke they is, unzip Luke himself. stupid enough to cosplay as the fire. <laughs> it was like your, your comment last night when we were watching Jury Villa and we were yeah. noticing that Ziggy was sunburnt on one shoulder. And my, my comment was that's because Tara was throwing shade at the other one. Um, and the other reason was because like, well, maybe the torches were on that shoulder and it's the one little bit of sunburn she got because they were at that tribal for so damn long that the torches actually burnt her. But the jury, I mean, look, can we just take a moment? Let's, let's just quickly run through the jury. Yeah. Let's, first of all, Jared, can we just take a moment to appreciate the fact that Jared's hair coming into tribal every night is the highlight of tribal? I nearly forgot who he is. I, he's, the guy, he's the guy who looks like he's in big trouble um, from Little China. I don't know. I know who he is, yeah. but I nearly forgot who he is no, because he had such an underwhelming effect on the game. <laughs> he did. He had, and again, all of these people talking about their big moves. And, and I mean, so many people, oh, my big move and my game was ready to be played. It's, it's, it reminds us of Sue last year. Who remember we're now over a year and we're still waiting for Sue's big move. Yeah, but once it comes. It's, it's when Sue's move happens. Tremendous. Yes. I mean, she went out of the game going, my big move is still to come. How? Yep. You're eliminated. Governments will fall. So then you've yeah, got, right. you got Henry. Poor Henry, who was undone, undone by his own hubris. Um, <laughs> and a really good blindside. It was a good blindside. It's about the best moment of the whole year. It was the one time that they did anything remotely survivorish. <laughs> with ish. Blindsided Henry. Again, ish. Um, and, I mean, even then, Lockie told him to play, play the idol. Um, and he didn't. Uh, Annalise, who, again, anyone who paid attention to the tweets that we were putting out earlier this season and everyone was putting them out was one of about six women who we just assumed were the same woman um, because their personalities were all the same and yes. they looked really similar. And so Annalise is, is the representation of all the women who went before her, mm. who were her, basically. <laughs> um, Sarah, who apparently was a good player, I Yep, let's go with that. Um, apparently, yeah. Allegedly. Um, this is Dr. Sarah, yeah? No, no, Dr. Tess. Sorry, Dr. Tess. Dr. It's, it's Tess. Model Sarah. Model no, Sarah. Please. Model the, Sarah. With the really annoying over-enunciation. It's things. like Annalise does anything. Like, who it, believes that? Yeah, exactly. And, and what, I, what I liked about Sarah was when you got to her jury villa and she admitted, I couldn't keep up with my own lies. I'd told so many lies, I couldn't remember what lies I'd told and that was what got me out. And I'm like, well, then you probably didn't play the game properly, did you? Um, Luke, who I'm disappointed, went out of the game, not with my way of him going out, which was the first person to vote for himself. Because um, if anyone was ever going to vote themselves out, it was Luke. Um, yeah. And he would have held the paper up and gone, Lukey boy, it's time for you to go. You know, you've played a crafty game, but I've got you. You're the biggest threat here. 
just a point of order, Mr. Chairman. We have had uh, an American vote for themselves. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been in a Luke way. No, no, not in a, hey, I reckon I'm going to do the smartest thing ever and vote someone out. Oh, crap, that was me. Yeah, Luke wouldn't have realised. I want to vote myself out and they were just trying to make sure of it. Yeah, Luke would have, Luke would have actually made sure, like accidentally done it and then gone, oh, shit, it was me, was it? Oh, ooh, that's horrible. But, like, Sarah is another example, by the way, of dumb strategy. Mm. Because when Tess went out, Sarah and Tess were in an alliance and Sarah voted for Tess and said, I don't want you to go tonight, so I hope that this vote doesn't count. So why the hell did you vote for her? Because she went out by one vote. It was yours, you idiot. Yeah, nobody knows. Nobody knows. That's the problem. Oh, if this is nobody the knows. None of this has made any sense whatsoever. There has been no strategy to their voting. There's been no strategy to the way they've handled tribal or alliances. Jericho still got away with the idea of a jar of cookies, um, which I still can't work out for the life of me, how don't share this reward became share this reward with everyone on the island. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a moral dilemma that you've then gone against and just done the exact opposite of what the moral dilemma actually was. If only the cookie monster got to run on and reclaim them. like Yeah, Jericho should be disqualified simply because of that moment. But anyway, I digress. Um, and also the, the almost drowning thing. I thought Lockie missed a trick tonight, by the way. He could I have thought, what, pushed Jericho down and held him underwater. No, when he took him all the way out, he should have swam him all the way out and looked at him and just gone, right, you want to get back to shore? I need a favour. <laughs> right, you want me to take you back? Would you like to get back to the beach? Good. You're what voting. really was Jericho's, like, Jake the dog, though. Like, it was like, <laughs> adventure time. <laughs> and, like, come, coming back, Jericho should have surfed him back into the shore. <laughs> it would have just been perfect. That would have been fantastic. But it's, it's been, we'll just talk about the series in, 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 in general at the moment, Steve. So how is 10 going to play forward with this, especially with CBS? Because you would assume on one hand, CBS, it's CBS property. So you'd mm. assume they'd want to keep it going. But on the other hand, the cost is so prohibitive and it's rating but is it, really badly. Is the cost really prohibitive? Because they're using all these, like, they're using the same place so they'd get, like, massive yep. discounts. Somebody had to cover Michelle's nanny costs. Somebody well, they're all paying the contestants, sure, there is that. But somebody well, had to pay for, the, for a nanny in the eastern suburbs to cover Michelle being on the island. That's not cheap. But they're not getting well, that much money. They just gave the kids iPads. That's what T does, anyway. So, yeah, it, what, what, what are the odds of them pulling the pin versus running again? Look, well, given that they've already announced that I'm a Celebrity is coming back next year, mm. um, that is surely a sign that we're going to get probably more... Um, now, this is a tough one, right? Because they can say, oh, Survivor's coming back, and then just kind of go, actually, no, it's not. Yeah. Um, because the, the difficult thing is that... Actually, let's go to the positives. As far as cost to 10, you're right, Christy. Like, they're using the same grounds. They're using the same... Um, crew camp as um, the Americans are. In fact, they're even tailing in on the back of the American season. So they get to talk to, you know, like the challenge team and work out ideas and play through stuff with them and be there for that. So that becomes a huge advantage to them. Um, they've cloned Probst and Mr. Chromosome and that's how we got a Lapalia. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, you know, the sponsors are what's carrying this through. I mean, what have been the big sponsored wins 
that have popped up in even just the last week. Holden gave them a car. And KFC. And KFC gave them a whole bunch of what would have been very shitty warmed up KFC. But can I also point out, it would have been shitty warmed up KFC, but a damn sight better than the shitty warmed up Whoppers they got last year. (laughs) Yeah, true. But that, like that money that's flowing in, in, I mean, KFC is designed to be warmed up again. Um, yeah, having that and stuff you know, flow through like KFC this. cold, so I would have been okay with cold. That KFC cold. must have been in a crate for six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Look, it had to go through customs. There was, <laughs> um, yes, sprayed down. But that's helping pay and offset the costs of making the show. At least um, we know where Chester went. <laughs> the, the, the difficulty is that with CBS, presumably, taking over because it still has to pass yeah. the foreign investment review board and all of that sort of stuff. They may have plans for uh, changing up some of the decisions, particularly second half of the year decisions. Um, whereas the, you know, stuff that they need for January and February yeah. needs to be locked in, needs to be filming now or getting ready to film now. Yeah. They're probably um, going to have to roll into the stuff that they've got for the first half of the year as is, and then make their changes second half of the year. Like guaranteed MasterChef's filming. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a celebrity is going to line up. So we're, we're going to be safe, uh, well, safe on 10 programming through to probably June, July. <laughs> After yeah. that, short of, you know, bits of things here and there. After that, it is up for grabs. And also we have to take into account that as far as CBS content goes, a lot of it is already tied up in individual show deals because no one really does output deals anymore. Do they, Channel 10? That's why you're bankrupt. <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, like, Nine, I, I don't know what the nature of their relationship is to have the US version of Survivor, but it would be a really smart move. Yeah. I, go, we're I, not giving you the next season. We're keeping it and we're going to drop it on 11 or we're even going to play it on 10 proper. I've been stunned that Nine hung on to it and bury it. And I've always been stunned that they bury it. Um, they did that to Amazing Race as well. well seven yeah. did that. But I, I, I think that... I'm always amazed that, yeah, that nine have American Survivor and don't remotely use it. But, again, I do understand it with the link into the idea of the Australian one and reminding people that the Australian one exists. Well, it's a tough one, particularly when the seasons overlap. Yeah. You know, like we're in so what, week two. Uh, yeah, week two of American Survivor this week. And the uh, Australian version is about to end. Yep. So there is a little bit of, well, we'll just kind of quietly let this happen. And then all of a sudden Channel 9 will start shouting about it again. Yeah, I remember it. Um, but it's still on nine go. And the difficulty that I have with the Australian television landscape, full stop, is that the biggest disservice that the commercial networks did to themselves was treat their digital multi-channels like they were lesser channels. Mm. Yep. As soon as they turned off analog TV and everyone had to go digital, everybody got all the digital channels. Yep. And I'm starting to see, I think it's seven, like do some reasonably smart across promotion around 7.30ish. You know, coming up next on seven is this, then this is on seven two, and then this is on seven mate or whatever. And nine try it, but it's very half-assed. Yeah, yeah. But, like, treat them like they're your main channel. Like, actually program them, promote them, make it be a real thing. Like their their own identity, not like the, you know, the red-headed cousin. Well, it was what Channel 10 10 originally had in mind when they were going to do one as a sports channel. Mm. And it was going to be its own identity and it was going to be its own everything else. And then that's what seven mate almost now is. Yep. is it's a sports channel with all the best bits of, well, and I use the best bits loosely, um, all those like ice road truck truckers and all that well, sort of thing. It depends where you are, right? In Melbourne, they don't put the AFL on 7-mate. No, well, the, the, the one question that still I think is, is the big question around, those, around that landscape is why 
the AFL Grand Final is not shot in high definition. Well, that's Channel 7 being dickheads. Yeah, because, um, you know, everyone else does the same thing now. So. But the thing is, it's crazy was... considering they've got their own HD channel and all they do is upscale to it. But anyway. Yes. If they were actually forward thinking and not so stuck in their, you know, um, best of 1992 kind of mentality mm. is that they would have started to set themselves up to be a sort of Netflix platform in which, you know, your, your other channels that you're expanding on are not just other channels, but they're places for creativity and to create content that will sell and be... Which is something that SBS is actually doing really well. Yeah. That it's SBS like, is brilliant. It's almost like you're reading Seven's publicity now because they are about to, as a part of their um, upfronts, which are all coming later this month from all of the networks, mm. Um, they're announcing a new streaming platform that I think is replacing um, Plus 7. Guess what it's called? 7 Plus. Oh, wow. I see what they did there. They swapped the 7 and the... I know. You'd never work it out, would you? Halcyon days when it was Yahoo 7. Yeah, well, you can't have that anymore. That's not a thing. It was the big thing. And then it was 9 MSN. And it was 9 MSN. (laughs) That was was ICQ. Anyway, so... Before we wrap up on Survivor, which we'll get back to to finish it off, but this yeah. is my far more interesting chat, to be honest with you, the way it's going. There's two things we need to do. Well, there's three, because I've got a thing, right? My only consolation is that if they get rid of Survivor next year, is that there's a chance they'll bring back It's a Knockout. <laughs> oh, remember when they tried to do that, though? Yes, no, and it was horrible. They... Yeah, it was horrible. Oh, they no. filmed it in Malaysia. There what? was, um, yeah, yeah. They there's just... houses over the site now, so that's a problem. Well, that's right. They couldn't do it in Sydney. In yeah, Hills, the original site in Sydney is built over one of those expanding, oh. expanding suburbs. It was largely to- an infomercial for McDonald's. So yep. there were five teams, not four. And the fifth team was a McDonald's team. Yes. Um, yeah. And it wasn't like, it, it was no... Was it all grimaces or hamburglers? Yeah, there was no eagle. There was no, he's fallen over. No. Um, eagle, what are you doing? He's fallen over. And that wasn't there. There was no Billy, obviously. No. No, no, Ms. McDonald. It was no. In fact, it was um, H.G. Nelson. Yeah, and I love H.G., but it just wasn't right. Just trying to remember who the the straight host was against H.G. Was it Denya? No, it was someone else. It was, it was probably Denya. Um, somebody. They got somebody to do it. And anyway, they was it a Dado? Was it a Dado? No, it was probably. Oh, look, it could have been. I mean, look, the Dados are hosting golf now, so anything. Oh, the Dados are ubiquitous and could be doing anything. Yeah, um, what happens when you watch too many streaming shows? The Parliers are becoming the new Dados, by the way. Just putting it out there. There's um, only two of them, or are there? Um, <laughs> but they took them to Malaysia. They filmed it in a week, um, it, and they because of the heat, they filmed it at night, which meant that, like Ninja Warrior, they finished at two, three a.m. They had to have the whole course under this massive. Um, like uh, shade sail tarp yeah, thing. It wasn't good. Pissed with rain. It really um, wasn't good. Yeah, it was not great. It's like when they brought back, remember in the, they used to be the original Zinger Burgers and then they brought in the new Zinger Burger that was just like, what are you doing to us? This isn't what we asked for. And that's a perfect KFC sponsorship time. Yeah. So we're back to Survivor again. Well done. <laughs> I like this. You come back beautifully to it. So two, the two things we need to do, in a minute we'll go through the, what we think is going to happen in the last week and who we think is going to drown. Um, Cause this is the way I see the show ending before that. I need to go on to my little extra rant, which is <clears throat> survivor Des. So last week, as you'll remember in survivor Des, um, Des had just blindsided Des. And then after Des's blindsided, he'd aligned with Des. So you had Des, Des and Des, and you had Des, Des and Des. So the jury 
for those playing at home was Des, 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 and Des. The one with the hair. Yeah, yeah, that Des. Right. So yeah, this that's week... That's Des's problem. He made a deal with Des. Yeah, and look, you can't trust Des. Well, we know this. Um, well, Des didn't know that, and that's why he got blindsided. So this week, they needed to start a fire. Now, we know that Des could build a shelter in a fire, but didn't want to last series, and that was what got him eliminated because um, suddenly he remembered how to do it at the end. But this week, he built a fire. And the mm. way that he built the fire was he siphoned all the petrol out of the car. That, out of the car that was one. Right, the reason why they didn't show them really driving all the way to the picnic and the picnic spot looked a bit weird tonight was because they were actually planning on going a lot further. But Des had siphoned the fuel to start the fire. <laughs> now, the problem with this was, of course, using, fu- using fuel on a bonfire, we lost three deserts. <laughs> so... The final survivor, we're getting to the end now, and what we've got left is there was no vote this week because we lost three Dezes. So we're down to Des, Des, mm. and Des. Hashtag Des Strong. Yeah, Des Strong. <laughs> Miss you, Des. And, and host Des has said that next week they're going to go into an arm wrestling competition. All three of them together. Don't know how it's going to work, but it's going to be sensational. So Survivor Des finale next week. Looking forward to mm. it. Um, and, and hopefully there's no charges being pressed about the loss of Des, Des, and Des. I reckon we'll, we'll open uh, with the finale of the Survivor Des, and we'll find out that in between the ending of this week's episode and the opening of the, the <laughs> final episode, that another Des has just walked off into the jungle. For no reason. Do you think? Do you think that there might be a bachelorette twist coming though, where there's a chopper floating with three new well, deserts? Well, I put that out there tonight about the other Survivor game, the lesser one. You know, not Des Survivor Des, the other one. That if we can have intruders in the bachelorette to try to improve that, surely we could have four better survivors dropped in. <laughs> just get four past American winners, maybe even one from the Zimbabwe. They just put survive. Richard Hatch out of a chopper and go, make it better. Um, that's the whole, whole Richard Hatch and Johnny Fairplay are pushed out of a, ch- a chopper. Work out what you're doing. Sandra gets carried in on a, uh, <laughs> a, a chair by four natives and just wins. Just and, meanwhile, and meanwhile, Sue comes back from last year because her big move is still to come. That's right. So and like she turns up as the credits roll. Goes, I'm ready for... Oh, oh damn <laughs> it. I think it's going to be like the end of the joy of sets every week where, the, where, where, where Tony's about to cue something in. And like, no, we haven't got the budget for it this week, Tony. <laughs> uh, so, and, and that leads us in nicely to what we think is going to happen in the last... Now, again, I've been referring to the last four as the Stephen Bradbury of Survivor. Mm. Because they're left because everyone in front of them fell over. And if you watch the jury tonight, the jury spent most of the night looking at everyone sitting down there and going, how the hell are you there? And we're here. Mm. <laughs> um, especially when they said Michelle won a car, you could see the indignation. It wasn't, <laughs> wow, that's amazing. It was, you gave her a car. Well, someone had to explain to Jericho what a car was, even though it was right there in front of him. But you know what? She but isn't, he kill, isn't he killing cats as well? So, like, it's a good thing he didn't win the car because he would have been killing cats from it. I mean, technically, the whole, you know, challenge tonight was aimed at Michelle because, you know, there's blocks involved and she's a nanny. <laughs> Building blocks. And Building yeah. blocks and, and dominoes. It was rigged in her favour. Yeah. Rigged. <laughs> rigged. All right, so. Shenanigans. Okay. I was, I, I'm not going to ask the question, who do you want to win and who do you think will win? Because we don't want anyone to win realistically. Um, I want Survivor um, to win, but that's not going to be so, this, in this season. Who do you reckon is going to win? And, and 
And how the hell are they going to pitch it to the jury? Look, it pains me. I reckon that... Uh, I don't want any of them to win. No, I don't. I really don't. I, I've, got, I've got one. We have to pick one of them. I, I, I'm honestly of the opinion that it's mm. likely going to be um, either Michelle mm. or Jericho. Mm. Yeah. I... I... Because Jericho will come up with this massive story about how well he played the game and how much he outwitted and outplayed them uh, and outlasted them. Uh, and then he will stand up, dip his head in the fire, and he was never heard of again. Um, <laughs> I, put forward, I put forward a theory last week that was a Pete-winning theory, mm. which was legitimately that Pete just copped to the idea that they dragged him all the way to the final. And he looks at them and just goes... I should have been gone week one. Mm. I'm in the final because you all brought me here. I didn't have to do a damn thing. Yep. I didn't have to strategize. I didn't have to plan. I just sat in camp half the time and you forgot I was here and you all brought me to the grand final. If that's not a brilliant strategy, I don't know what is. He, uh, he, he, he is what they used to refer to on Big Brother, flying under the radar. I swear, if you watch back to the past, you know, what are we, 23, 24 episodes. Seven years in. Um. There is no way you will see Pete for about 18 of them. Oh, no, you forgot completely that he was there. Um, But so did they half the time of the vote. After tonight's episode and his little turn at at Tribal, Mm. I reckon he's the goods. He certainly could be the guy that wins, uh, provided he wins the the big, um, you know... uh, like whatever that last challenge is. Yeah, whatever that big thing is, because it won't be here. It's a puzzle solve a puzzle. I don't um, know. No, I I think that they're going to go along with this idea of dragging Pete through to the end. Because whoever, whoever thinks they're in the position of power, they'll bring Pete because they reckon that he's better for them. Yeah, everyone believes that Pete's the easy beat. I mean, the thing is, it almost doesn't pay to be the person who's the stronger person going into the final. Because the other person can just make a claim of, I manipulated it so I got here without having to do anything. And that was, again, that was the, the, the crazy argument that was put forward as, as we witnessed a live mental health breakdown on TV um, when she cried and then laughed and then looked like she was going to stab people in the eyeballs in the same breath. See, I think it's going to be that Michelle's got a target on her back now because she didn't she voted for Pete. Because the kids took a bit so of paper before she went to the island. Bye-bye Pete alliance. So then Michelle will go and then it'll come down to Tara, Jericho and um, Pete. And How then... clear is it that Jericho is anywhere near this final three? But the thing is, if Jericho's in the final two, he'll probably win it. No, he will go. What will happen is, is that Pete will go, you know, I'd prefer to go over Tara, go with Tara because Jericho's, you know, a shit, a really good challenges as opposed to Tara who everyone's like, oh, Michelle's shit. But Tara is usually the first one out. Um, this is the first time she you knows. This is the first time Michelle hasn't been the first one out because she couldn't be eliminated. Yeah. So, um, <coughs> so then it'll come down to Michelle and Tara, and then Tara will like do the whole, oh, but I'm a mum with two kids, and I'm doing it for my boys, and who would have ever thought that a, a mum could get? You know, I'm not thin like you, like girls. You come out here. Oh, whatever, barrel girl. Exactly. You've got it. You've got it perfectly though. Oh, that's her argument. 
Yeah. And Michelle's argument's going to be, I should have been gone, but I schemed and I connived and I did everything I could to get here and look at me now. Oh, hold on, it's not Michelle, it's Pete she takes through. I said Michelle's going tomorrow night. It's Pete she takes through and Pete, yeah. And Pete just turns around and goes, like I should be here. Yeah. But I am. I reckon Pete will just go, I'm here, vote for me, don't for, don't vote for me, it doesn't matter, I'll still win. Yeah. I'm. That will be enough to have people just go, look, I think Pete winning would be the perfect perfect metaphor for the series because it would be somebody that has done absolutely nothing of any importance whatsoever. But it will also depend then what goes on in the jury villa because in the jury villa, if Lockie finds it's out... It's busy con- partying. No, if Luke convinces Lockie, like with the same, you know, stories that Jericho... Not stories, but, you know, like the facts that Jericho laid out and Lockie's gone, no, nah, that can't be Tara, even though they make a lot of sense. Um, if, if Luke lays that out and Lockie believes it, he will not be rooting for Tara, but he'll be gunning for her blood. My other... I'll be too busy rooting whoever else it was in the, the jury. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. My, my, last, my last question about that is, am I the only one thoroughly con- confused as to how Lockie believed that Tara was on his side the whole way through, even after it was quite clear that she'd voted for him? Yeah, look, I don't know. Maybe he thought that was his strategy. Oh, we're putting them off the scent by, you know, just doing whatever and you vote for me, yeah, they'll never be able to tell then. Oh, I've got, I've got, every time he spoke about it tonight to the camera, not to the other people, to the camera, it was like, well, Tara and I are locked in. And I'm just like, she's made it really obvious, Lockie. It's like, short of looking at you and mouthing the words, you're going home. She's told you what's happening. Um, Pretty crazy. But it, it, it sounds like the series. Breaking up with him tonight. Just breaking up. So the spooning will never happen again. No. Mm. no he doesn't care. Lockie's jury villa, he'll be getting a blowy. Yeah, Lockie's, Lockie's going into the jury villa as king, you know. <laughs> he'll walk into the jury villa, right, and it'll just be a bunch of, like, the producers who've got the hot stream just there at the <laughs> <of> waiting. <laughs> yeah. And probably Kira from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, on that bombshell. Uh, thanks a lot, Pete. Uh, thanks a lot, Pete. Thanks a lot, Steve. I've got Pete on the brain now. I'm convinced Pete's going to win. Oh, dear. Um, thanks a lot, Steve, for joining us tonight. It's been fantastic fun. My pleasure. Um, so you can find Steve at decidertv.com. No, don't, not, 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 no, no, we can't afford that. Who can afford, afford an Australian you? website? Oh, well, yeah. That, that, they're costly. I can tell you that for a fact. Um, thank you, Christy. Oh, you're welcome. And we'll see you all again next week for what should hopefully wrap up this series and make it Go away forever. Bye.